Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 4752. Your pod is hosted by Megan and Kelsey, who are pleased to welcome you to season two. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. A hundred episodes a season? <laughs> Do you know how long I've been holding on to that? This, this is the this is the worst show ever. <laughs> oh boy! As we were previously discussing, trying to figure out based on the episode titles what the fuck the references are to. Yeah, Ugh. I would like to apologize, perhaps, about the episode we recorded uh, regarding Kelsey's trip to Europe and all of the like different war commemoration stuff that she experienced calling it uh, the one with satan's jizz <laughs> sorry about that in in hindsight not a great choice oh man they're so good yeah i'm just like scrolling through uh, if anyone would like to let us know what their favorite episode title is all four people that listen regularly uh that'd be super uh we have some some ones that we like a lot yeah, the one with the hundred rat-sized Marchands. Remember that one? I do you remember that one? That was a great one. Generational booty. <laughs> I also remember that one. <laughs> Some of these really stick out. The one with the clapter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is about all the prep work that we've done for today, so... Uh... It's cool. Well, we did watch a film. We did watch a film. It's not going to be a live commentary because there's a football game on to watch, So, uh, but we will talk about a movie. Um, I also have, maybe to start us off, since we're coming to the end of the year, we didn't discuss this whatsoever. Nope. A little bit of a, a, a literary retrospective, if I may. Sure. Because I have an article here called... I'm terribly sorry to present all the times male authors badly wrote female characters oh, in 2019. Give it to me. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I didn't know I needed it, but I am here for it. I figured you would. <laughs> I only read, I think there's 19 in this list. Of course, it's on BuzzFeed. I only read six of them, and I seriously was, like, losing my shit. Cool. Number one, I like her. I could watch her the rest of my life. She has breasts that smile. <laughs> Excuse me? Like, did she draw a happy face on her stomach to make them eyes? Like, how else would they <laughs> That's smile? immediately what I thought of, too. <laughs> but then, it's your stomach that's smiling, not your breasts. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Number two. No, Craig. I want a big, dumb, fake, fake answer. I know that's hard for you. I'll start over. No, Craig. I want a big, dumb, fake answer. Noelle rolls her eyes. I think her breasts roll in sync with them. Girls' breasts are so amazing. They really? I did not know. <laughs> I did not know that my boobs were connected to my optic nerve. Like, I had no idea. And have, like... I was going to say sentience, but that's not quite right. No, but it's, well, I'm kind of, so I'm thinking two things. Are they connected to the optic nerve or is it like a puppet, you know, like a marionette? <laughs> like, a well, well, let's look at number three for some input on this one. Okay. Her big breasts, which had never suckled a child of her own, felt a merciless compassion. 
Man. So... <laughs> All my boobs ever feel is itchy. <laughs> like, <laughs> for sure. I don't have emotion. Sure. I don't have that, that emotion, so how could... Oh, anyway, carry on. <laughs> Let's just keep going. <laughs> also, the concept of merciless compassion makes no sense to me. Uh, yeah. Doesn't compassion imply mercy? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we have an episode title, though. (laughs) (laughs) This one's a little bit disturbing. Linda, his 14-year-old daughter, was going out the door in a flirt of a skirt and a flip of her ponytail tied this morning with a sexy velvet ribbon. What? Yeah. Would you describe your 14-year-old daughter as wearing a sexy ribbon? No. No. No, 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 no. It is. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm skipping. You've done this to yourself. (laughs) I know. Uh, Number six, Madame. Oh, God, these are just awful. I'm going to tell you these names first. Mm -hmm. Madame Danglers, Mm -hmm. Lucien Debray, and Morsurf. Okay, cool. Madame Danglers, whose beauty was quite remarkable in spite of her 36 years. Fuck that author. Yeah. Try number seven. See if you can just figure out what's going on here. (laughs) Because I have no... I read this one. This is the last one I stopped at when I pre-read it. And I was like, I need to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Anne still held to the theory that no woman gets raped or nearly raped unless she's looking for it. This isn't the end of the paragraph. No woman enjoys the sight of sagging breasts and a bulging stomach, no matter how maternal her urge. A woman's good looks are a woman's good looks, and there is little good looking about a pregnant woman. I'm sorry, what? A woman's good look, good looks are a woman. <laughs> it's like Peter Piper picked a. <laughs> oh man, that one's first rough. of all. First of all, yes. I don't even want to deal with the rape part of that quote because, like, I just I'm like viscerally angry about it. But like, a hundred percent. Pregnant women are beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. Like they glow. There are days where clearly they're having a struggle, right? Like it's very clear. Um, mm-hmm. one of the la- one of the ladies that I work with is I don't know she's about five and a half months pregnant and there are mornings where she's like I just did not sleep last night because this fucking baby is like <laughs> dancing in my stomach <laughs> and she's just like ah but on the whole like pregnant women are gorgeous absolutely oh, yeah okay carry number on. eight. <laughs> I was fighting the urge to fling myself to my knees before her and put my face between her breasts and go blubbly, blubbly. (laughs) Was this written by a five-year-old? Because then that is acceptable. I have no fucking clue. Okay. Okay. This one, it's kind of mid-paragraph here. It says, obviously describing a woman... A pointing, a pointy chin and hollow cheeks crowned by prominent cheekbones and full breasts that visibly strained at the breastbone like two puppies pulling on their leashes in slightly diverging directions. 
Like, that means that they have, like, super crazy strong lap muscles around their back. Yeah. And no muscles in their chest. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. Um, Carrie stood swaying between the showers and the wall with its dime sanitary napkin dispenser. Okay, it's not a dime, but okay. Slumped over, breasts pointing at the floor, her arms dangling limply. She looked like an ape. Where the fuck else would her boobs be pointing if she's bent over at the waist? To the fucking sky? Oh my god, what is wrong with them? (laughs) Okay, carry on. I'm just getting very angry now. (laughs) I know. How about... Her large breasts rippled in appreciation. Did she roll her eyes when that happened? Like, how does that work? (sighs) I have no idea. And even just looking at, like, the few lines that this is around, it makes no sense. (laughs) Because the man said to her, I'm sure your work here is little valued. That's not a compliment. I can tell that no one here values you. <laughs> like, what? Okay. This one is just... Oh, God. Every man who'd undressed her mentally or otherwise would agree. Celibacy was wasted on a body like hers. She had high, pillowy breasts. The compact butt of a boy. <laughs> a boy. Okay. Not a man. A boy. Yep. And abs you could bounce golf balls off of. So. Please, please go. Okay. So here's the thing. I don't even know where to start with this. But all I would like to say is that, like, as we get older, gravity starts to be a real thing. And there's a well, very, it is for everyone. It- but there's a very short span of time in which your tits are like high on your chest. Like it's oh, for sure. It's, a very it's like short the span age of, of sixteen to eighteen. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> so are these are these guys all just writing because they want to be like writing Lolita? Like what is happening here? Carry on. I'm not because sure. the whole like butt of a boy is also very problematic. Yeah, and not a, that's what I mean, not a man. It says the compact butt of a boy. It reminds me of my niece because her butt is so small. <laughs> it's like a tiny little square on her body and she has super long, um, like, upper body and midriff. And it's just like, yeah. okay, so you're describing my niece but with huge breasts. <laughs> but also, like, the, and abs. the kind of pillowy <laughs> like, breasts that this man is describing are the kind of pillowy breasts... I think, what I'm assuming, that you can only get from, like, implants. A surgeon. Yeah, (laughs) that you buy. Yeah, carry on. (laughs) Becky has a fine, beautifully fleshed skeleton. (laughs) Too wide in the hips, I've heard women say, but I never heard a man say it. (laughs) Oh, I feel that's all fucking men do is comment on women's body, but okay. Probably. There's only three left. There's only three left. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I feel like I've aged 15 years and these are 12 minutes. <laughs> I love these so much. Her butt dipping and spinning. Two big round muscles like the rumps of mountain sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would imagine that these men are also writing their male characters with, like, 14-inch dicks. 
You think so? Well, they have to be. Because they're, well, they're idealizing the, the women that they're writing. No, I feel like the men are, like, so plain. And they're so plain that, like, these beautiful women are the only ones who notice how great they are. Oh, I think that's what it is. That's not how it works, but okay, carry on. <clears throat> Ready for this sentence? Probably not. He built her image slowly in his mind. That's fucking red flag right there. Uh-huh. Her sturdy but completely feminine legs. Small calves swelling to full earthy peasant thighs. Her waist was small, her breasts full and proud. The intelligent rounded planes of her face, her long blonde hair. Whore's hair, he thought for some reason. Not horse, whore. Fucking hell. Was that the sound that that guy made? Probably? Yeah. Uh, okay, oh my hold, god. On. So, oh my hold god. on. Oh my god. No, no, no. Hold no, on. no, no, no. The paragraph gets worse. Okay. <laughs> it was the steady, reluctant contraction in his bowels that raised him this time. <laughs> so he builds this beautiful, quote-unquote, woman in his mind. Mm-hmm. And then also needs to take a shit, and that's why he gets horny? <laughs> I don't know. Men who I listen to this know. podcast, we have questions. I have so many questions. Please answer that question that we're not actually asking. So no, here's my problem. It. He built... Yes. Small calves. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. But big thighs. Yep. Peasant thighs. Earthy peasant thighs. Which I'm assuming... Okay, but like, how do... But her waist is extremely small, and her breasts are full, but also proud. <laughs> so, like... Proud of what? What are they proud of? What is Proud that, that they figured out how to move on their own. <laughs> and they gain sentience, and they feel merciless compassion. Jesus Christ, we have one more? Yeah, last one. I hope it's the best and the worst. I'm sorry about this again. Craig... <laughs> How is Dr. Minerva? Mom comes out of the kitchen. She's still tall and skinny, looking better each year. I know it's weird to think that, but what the hell? She's just a woman who happens to be my mom. It's amazing how she looks more stately and confident as she gets older. I've seen pictures of her in college, and she didn't look like much. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. This is, this is a lot. That's some Oedipus shit. That's what that is. This, this is a lot. And I don't (laughs) like it. I'm very uncomfortable with this conversation. But I I was just thinking of a thing that I feel like we can now have discussion about. Yes, please. Do you the know, list is over. Do you know who writes women reasonably well, given that they're never the focus of his books? Lee Child. Yes. Uh-huh. That was the thought that I just had, was that all of the women that Reacher encounters in his travels around the fucking United States and whatever else it is that he does, they're all, like, intelligent, 
Mm-hmm. They're attractive. They're driven. They're, but they've got like their own motivations outside of him. Yes, and and they tend to encounter each other because of like a circumstance, not because he's out looking to get laid. Yeah, because all of those stories would be just fine if he'd never met any of the women that he meets. Oh, for sure. Right, like he. It's not like it. It's not like it changes his reason for being. If he's not encountering these women. But I was just thinking about all of the women that he has encountered and like, they're all, yeah, they're driven, they're intelligent. They're described as being attractive, but there's no, but so is he like, he's objectified as well. So it's mm-hmm. less like weird and awkward. And they objectify him. Uh, yeah. Because how could you not? Like that's the whole, what I find, what I find really interesting about those dynamics too is oftentimes just based on, you know, the things, the shenanigans that he gets up to. They're either cops or part of the military or, like, NSA or DEA. Or a lawyer like, or some kind of... Yes. And they're all extremely capable. Uh-huh. And oftentimes more rational than he is. Yes. Well, absolutely. <laughs> He's someone who just thinks with his fucking... Uh, not dick. What am I trying to say? Like, he's very impulsive. Mm-hmm. And they're often like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Yeah. Like, they're the ones that are mostly unemotional, which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, I was, it was funny as you were reading some of these, I was like, man, these guys should take a lesson from Lee Child on how to write female characters in. Yeah. Because like, none of those is good. And probably like, take a lesson on how to write a good book. (laughs) Just like, start from scratch. (laughs) Yeah. That book that you wanted to write, uh, write it and then throw it out and then start over. Um, and what takes me off is, like, oh, those got published. I know. Like, only, I think only one of those was from a, like, ebook version. Okay. From what I could tell. Everything else was, like, a picture someone took of their book. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've read some shitty stuff. But most of the shitty stuff that I've read... It's on AO3. <laughs> uh, no, some of that is really good. Uh, but there's also some garbage. No, most of the shitty books that I've read were written by women. So the, mm-hmm. the descriptions of women don't bother me in them. Like, right. they're shitty because the story kind of sucks or whatever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, the descriptions of of women aren't problematic. I also find, like, I'm thinking of other books that I read. Like, I've read, like, all of those Bernard Car- Cornwell books. Um, mm-hmm. And he doesn't, again, like, he doesn't describe... The women, and if you've seen, you've watched The Last Kingdom, right? Yes. But if you think, and if you think about the women that were cast in that, um, they weren't cast because of, like, physical descriptions out of the book at all. They were just... Oh, really? Yeah, like, they were, they were just sort of cast based on, um, on their acting ability and also, like, accents and, you know, those kinds of things, which I think is really interesting. The only one that I think, if I remember correctly, is that, like, is, um, who is maybe not cast because of what she looks like, but was, like, described in the book as, like, sort of this paragon of whatever, I think is, um... The witchy one? Not the witchy one. Oh. The... Or is it she the... No, not... Yeah, is she the witchy one? Yeah, she's the one who, like, she's got the curse on them or whatever, and they go and they take her away from... And he, oh, like the daughter of? Yeah, not yeah, and so I think she might be the only one. But everybody else, like the way that they're described, 
Like, and one of the things that I find in those books, like, Uhtred admires these women. Yes, they're beautiful, but they're also intelligent, and he could have conversations with them. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, I don't feel like that's the focus in any of these paragraphs. No, and there are women where he respects them as people and doesn't mm-hmm. pursue them or objectify them mm-hmm. or whatever. But if someone wants to fuck him, he's not going to say no. Well, no, exactly. Necessarily. And I think that's fair. But, like, he's also, yeah, he's also not... You know, the narrator's voice isn't going to start telling us about their pillowy breasts. <laughs> right? Like, it's just not going or to. Or breasts that smile. Fuck, that's funny. I was also thinking, too, of, like, Outlander and how, because it's written by a woman, and from a woman's perspective, how, like, the men are talked about. And, like, it... But what would you say, like... His butt cheeks smiled at her. Yeah, but no, she just talks about, like, how rock hard his ass is, but there's no, like, <laughs> right? The, Leathery is often used. To describe his back, Leathery. yes. Because he's been, he was whipped within an inch of his life. I feel like that's fair. True. But if you say that someone has, like, you know, like, their skin is leathery, you know what that looks like. Yeah. Right? It's not a, I don't know what smiling breasts look like. I don't either, really. I did appreciate that one on, like, a level about how they were pointing in opposite directions, like two puppies pulling Mm -hmm. on a leash. Because then it's like, yes, thank you. Breasts are of a variety of shape. Yes. And size and texture and nipples and all that, too. The ones that are. That clearly was not their intention. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So that you know. And, like,. You have lungs and a heart. They're not the same size. Yeah. <laughs> They're like... Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that just tickled me. That's... It, quite, quite tickled it's me. It's really funny, too, because, like, it just sort of speaks to that whole, like, male mediocrity being successful at all times. Oh, for, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, why was this published? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why was any of it published? When this dude is talking about... <laughs> God damn it. Who cares if it's my mom? I can say she's a beautiful woman. Like, okay, no one asked you to. (laughs) Like, doing this unprompted, pal. Yeah, that's the weird thing. It would be different if, um, it would be different. Yeah, in that particular situation, it would be different if, like, the kid and his his buddy, and the buddy was like, oh, your mom's really hot. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then at least there's, like, an there's like a, an avenue into that line of thinking. Yeah, this but is... not... My mom asked me a question, and I just thought, instead of answering her, I'm going to think about how fucking beautiful she is for a second. Yeah. But also neg her in my mind by talking about how when she, co- when she, when she was in college, she didn't look like much. <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> Holy shit, dude. You got some issues. Uh-huh. 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 Um, yeah, I just... I don't know. I I don't know. That's real problematic. I'm just gonna, like... I really want to put proud breasts into my vernacular. Okay. I'm gonna try to do it. So, here's... You know when you have, like, those... Those, like, weird days where you're like, God, my breast fucking hurts so bad and I don't know why. Yeah. That's when they're going to be the most proud. <laughs> I, I feel like that's when they'd be disappointed. No, because they're like, feel me. <laughs> feel me right now. 
So I have also, I'm curious, and I don't ever want to read any of these books. <laughs> so I'm never going to find out. I don't even want to know what they're, what they're called and who they're by. Like, I'm not yeah, interested. I don't, I don't have any of that information. Um, but I'm curious to know how the men in those same books are also described. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Right? Like, that's what I'm most curious about. Based on all of Be- that. Because if they're the same, like, he had a proud penis. <laughs> yeah, but, like... Men probably don't say penis in their books, do they? No, they would not. They say breasts. Yeah. But they won't say penis. No. Well, that was a, that was a good 20-minute trip down bad writing lane that was good and I'm, I'm i'm happy to hear all of that excellent that's all i have to contribute oh, today that's good. <laughs> um cool 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 uh i started putting up my christmas tree last night beautiful i did not finish because i fell asleep on the couch as is the way um and uh yeah so i'm gonna finish that today and then maybe it'll feel like christmas time or maybe not i don't really know i haven't decided yet Christmas is a state of mind. It doesn't have a timeline. Don't feel pressured to be Christmassy before you're Christmassy. No, I know. You know what you should do? Start up that Captain America candle. That'll get you in a in a woodsy place. <laughs> you know what I did do last week or the week before? I can't remember now. I went to Bath and Body Works because they had a sale on their like big candles. Mm-hmm. You buy two and get two free. Shit, dude. That was good deal. It's a great deal. So, as we know, I have a lot of candles. Like, that's not a secret. I'm looking at my, like, candle stack up beside my TV. And, it's insane. And There's, like, 30 of them. Not there, <laughs> but throughout the house, easily 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, but you, I don't know, like, I, I like different scents at different times and whatever, but I bought this one there. It's called First Frost. And it, it smells like, it's a little bit like, you can smell like pine trees and stuff, but it mostly, this is like, it's the oddest thing, it mostly just smells like cold, fresh air. And I don't know how they did it, but that's what I got going on in here right now. Because it's beautiful and sunny outside, so the curtains are open, but it's too cold to have the patio door open because it's like minus 13. Yeah, it's extremely cold. Does it smell like pepperminty or no? No, it just smells like, it smells like if you were just like walking through the forest when it's about like kind of just below freezing. So it's not been cold forever and ever. Um, But yeah, it was, it's really good. I also bought one of frosted cranberry. I don't really know the frosted part. It just smells like spiced cranberry, which is really nice. Yum, yum, yum. And I got another one that's like uh, citrus and spice. So it's like, yeah, it's really. I bet that's fucking delicious. It's good. It smells kind of like ultimately like an orange, but like also with like I feel like what's cloves-ish that kind of spice. Yeah, really a clovey nutmeggy situation. Yeah, it's really good, really really good. And then I bought another one. I can't remember what it is. It's upstairs. There's just something magical about winter and scented candles. Mm-hmm. It's a mood setter. But also We've said it before that Chris Evans candle. I'm like halfway through it. Because I'll let it go. Well, I mean, I started it. You bought it for me for my birthday. 
And I burned it, yeah. like, a couple times, you know. But then one day I was here and I was in the house and doing some work and I had it. It burned for about eight and a half hours. So it... Oh, man. Man, my house smelled great. <laughs> that one was, like, it was a tough find, let me tell you. <laughs> well, I'm impressed that you even did that. So <laughs> here we are. Um, do you want to talk about anything else before we talk about the movie? Do you have anything else to go? Um... No, let's just go straight to movie. Okay. Um, so we had some confusion last night as to which movie it was that we decided to watch, but we both watched That's the right one. That's because there's so many good ones out there now. Yeah, but we both watched the right one, so we're okay. Yes. Um, we watched Let It Snow, which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's based off of a, a book uh, with three different stories written by three different authors in, set in the same like place. This blew my mind when I saw that at the end yeah. credits. I was like, what? I didn't know that at all. Uh-huh. I quite enjoyed it. Like, it's not great, but it was fun. It was extremely fun. I would like to talk about um, the whole, like, Duke, Tobin, JP situation okay. first, if we could. Absolutely. Numero uno. Okay, so this is a movie about teens, which is why we loved it. So <laughs> why we wanted to see it. Sure. And it's about Christmas. Sure. Um, so, as I come to understand it, the Duke and Tobin have been like BFF since they were five. Yeah. How do each of them not know that they like each other? So... I think what happens, because I had that same thought, but I think what happens sometimes is I think that you, like, know that you like the other person, but then there are times where you're like, maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe I just think that I do. But we're... Like, do you mean, like, um, when you're, like, around someone for so long? Yeah. That you're like, do I like them or am I just comfortable with them? Yeah, and I think that okay. maybe that might be that might be the situation there. Is that they're is that they're not they, they don't know all the time, you know, that, that if these feelings are like actual feelings or if they're like you know, yeah, I'm I know them really well, we're together all the time, we're comfortable around each other, it just is what it is. But to maybe a little bit of a counterpoint when we first see them, like, Tobin, the Im- the implication is that Tobin wants to have sex with the Duke. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's his nuts from Spider-Man even says, like, <laughs> oh my god, it's bone town time, like, what are you doing? He's like, oh no, I know, I know. I was like, that's aggressive if, like, you're just friends with someone yeah. right now and yeah. you're already like, yeah, we're gonna have sex this Christmas? Like, What? That is very aggressive, it's true. It's true. But then I was like, is this just, like, teen's concept of what, like, I don't know, romance or dating is? I think maybe a little bit. I think, I think maybe a bit. That's how, you know, some kids perceive things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just kind of the, the path that you go on, right? Is you're dating and then you have sex because we're in high school and yeah, people are starting to have sex. Well, like as an aside, I've started watching rewatching Friday Night Lights because I 
now can I have like I got a new internet cable thing and so now I can like get into Amazon Prime without a Chromecast. Perfect. And just watch on my TV, which Friday Night Lights is on my TV, um, so it's amazing. And I uh, I got to the episode in season one, which is called I think we should have sex. Uh, and Julie is dating, um, like Coach's daughter's dating the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they've been together for not all of that long, maybe like a month and a half. And she's sort of like, yeah, I think we should have sex because they're at that point, right? It's been however long, and that's what you do when you're in high school. And and then when they get to the point that they they, they make the plan for it and whatever, whatever. And then she's like, she they don't want to. Like she's she's way too nervous, mm-hmm. uh, and so they don't. But it brings up this whole conversation, like with her parents and and whatever about whether or not. Like, how they want to deal with it, because obviously they, they don't know how to deal with it, because this is their first child, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but mm-hmm. it's a really interesting conversation, because, yeah, she basically, like, gets to that point, and I think at this point, like, Matt is just happy that she's, like, letting... Interested in him? That he, yeah, and that she's, like, letting him make out with her. Like, he's pretty high, you know, and then she's like, I think we should have sex. He's like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And then they don't because she's too nervous and then you know it happens obviously later on but it, I think this is the same sort of thing right like there's that expectation and you see people around you doing it and you see you know or you assume people around yes you are doing it. yes you hear the talk about it so you're making yeah. the assumption that it's happening all over the place and so why it should be happening with you too because yeah here we are yeah that's the whole thing that is I think so damaging about like teen cultures because they're so I don't know if it's teen culture but just being that age you're so comparing yourself to other people Mm -hmm. and you're like well if I am in this situation like what is it that I should be doing it's like no you don't have to live your life that way my dude I wish we were would impart that younger to our youth about like stop comparing yourself to what you believe are, like, the status points other people have reached. hmm Like, there's no... There's no finish line here to what your life is. Yeah. But, I think... You know, when, then we see these things sort of portrayed, and, like, that's the other thing, too, right? It's like, we see these things portrayed, and then, you know, we're like, oh, well, maybe we should... You know, there is that comparison piece, whatever it is. Uh, and this movie is just as guilty of it. Oh, for sure. And it's it's extremely cliche in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, but I also think what... This is something I've thought for a long time. If in TV and movies, we didn't portray high school as having cliques, would they exist? Not like they do. No, because we... Like, I think about the school that I teach at, which is different in a lot of ways from, like, schools that you would ever see portrayed on on television like in so many ways um but like we don't i i mean and i i I don't want to like sound super naive but we don't have those same kind of divisions that we have that you see portrayed like there are obviously groups of people that you know are really good friends maybe like exclusive of other people etc etc but like when you get i've it's very rare that you see someone like walk into a classroom let's say belonging to one particular group and be, like, completely shunned by kids from another group in the school. Right. Right? Because that's just not how it works. Um, they tend to get along, and they do their thing, and 
you know. Or they just, like, keep to themselves. Yeah. Like, there's not, like, a... There's not necessarily, like, an active... Yeah, shunning, I think, is a good word Mm -hmm. to call it. But But I guess that's passive shunning. I don't know if that's better or worse. Yeah, but, like, I've never had a situation, like, in my class. And really, well, where where we taught together, I think this happened more. But so far, since I've been here, I've never had a situation in my class where I've, like, say, put kids into groups. And then someone's like, I'm not working with them. Really? Like, I've never, I have not had that since I've been there. No, I haven't either. I've never had yeah. that ever, ever, ever. So I'm just like, yeah. I had shit, it, that's happened to you before? It has at, Where at we a, used to teach? Yes, and then at another place that I was at. A certain square yeah. that has no windows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which makes sense though, right? Cause there's, you know what's so funny is some, I met... Sorry. There's some like demographic things there that are very interesting that don't exist uh, where I'm at now, and I think that's part of it. I think it's part of it. For sure. Uh, yeah, that's just so tough being teens. I was going to say, I met someone in Calgary yesterday because I'm trying to do something with my life while I'm here. So I'm going to start volunteering in an animal shelter. Cool. And I had an orientation yesterday and I met someone who went to high school at the big square with no windows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I didn't really think about it. And I was like, what? <laughs> How did you not think about it? You went there for forgive, was it three years? That's awesome. You never realized it? When did she graduate? Oh, um, 14, 15, I think. Oh, okay. I'm part of it now. Yeah, I think you were gone by then. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, back to the movie, maybe, though. (laughs) Did you also think that JP looked way too old to be a freshman in college? Oh my god, yes. Compared to little tiny Kiernan Shivka. Yes, yes, I did. I did think that. I was like, this guy is 35. He's an extremely attractive man, though. Very attractive. But yes, he was like, yeah, he looks like, he looked like he was a college freshman. Um, who took like eight gap years. Yeah, who did his like, his like seven years of compulsory military service. And then was like, all right, now I'm going to school. Exactly. He was so, he was just so big. Everything about him was so big. Actually, no, the thought that I really had was, like, if this was, like, a Canadian movie, he definitely would be, like, a freshman in, in, or whatever, like, a first year, but he would have, like, played his junior hockey first, and then, like, come in as an overager, right? Like, that was sort of my, that was what I thought of him. But yes, I had that same thought. He's way too big to be the captain of the soccer team. Soccer players aren't big and tall. Are you shitting me? Um, yeah. But comparing him to little Tobin. I know. <laughs> his bleeding nipples. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I loved how sweet JP was. Like, he was clearly just, like, a super nice guy. And when Tobin was so jealous of him, I was just like, oh, man, you've got to get out of your head. Because I honestly thought at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, my God, JP's gay. I kind of had that same thought, too. I thought he was going to be gay, because he's just, like, so, like, comfy cozy, Uh and just, like, whatever to everyone. And he even hugged Tobin at the start, I think. Uh Uh-huh. And was just, like, yeah. I didn't get the vibes that he was, like, aggressively scouting the Duke at all. No, I didn't think so, either. 
I didn't get those vibes at all. And which I think, um, but then I think for, I think for Tobin, I think it made it more like just like that physical. And I think maybe that's why he gets cast that way. Right. That sort of like physical presence, um, right. Is very, uh, very, would be very disconcerting and yeah, very intimidating. Be like, well, how, how do I compete with that? Right. Right. But. Also, I'm pretty sure Broomball's non-contact, correct? That's a good question. I don't know enough about it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna, look I'm it gonna up. do a quick Google. Oh, I'm doing a Google. How dare you? Well, I was gonna look it up so that your computer doesn't blow up. No, I think it's doing okay. Okay. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know enough about Broomball. I just know that they wear shoes that help them not slip on the ice. That's yes. No one was prepared. They didn't have helmets. They didn't have, like, gloves, even. Yeah. I honestly think one of my favorite parts of that movie was, like, those bullies. I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> like, I did, too. <laughs> like, and I, I, you know, and they were they were kind of like a caricature of a bully, which made them less menacing, I think. Um, e- kind of. I wish I would have had, like, more understanding of why people thought they were in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like what did or they do? Or why they were in jail? What have because they right done? now it's just like I don't know some white collar crime. <laughs> like what? <laughs> why were they in jail? Uh, and maybe it is contact. I can't find. Oh no, it says non-contact here, but contact here. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. My Google That's machine weird. is taking its time. Is it? Yeah. I have a million tabs open and mine is still just... Oh, wait. There's smoke coming from my speakers. Uh, ba, 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 <laughs> oh, boy. Um, still can't find it. Um, also, I really <laughs> loved... I think I like this movie more than I thought. Um, I love this concept of tinfoil woman. Yes. <laughs> but she was, was she was great i mean anytime joan cusack shows up in anything like i'm always just i love her oh, she's wonderful so happy to see her like when she sings in um the school of rock mm-hmm. when she's like fucking just grooving mm-hmm. to what's the song oh man it's killing me age of 17 i think mm-hmm. and she's just like living her life this shit, I thought she was so delightful when I heard her narrating it. I was like, yes, yes, Joan Cusack is in this one. But I was so disappointed that we didn't find out why. Why she's sinful a woman? Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure. I might have to read the book. I don't know, because I was reading the, um, I was like, oh shit, is this just like straight from the book? And the book is really different. Okay. Like some of the characters aren't even in there so i'm i don't know if she's in there um but i thought she was delightful but i loved how she was she got it into that conversation with um what's her nuts the mean one addy and Addie was just like i hate how adults always say that about phones do you know what i can do with this phone i can do this i can read a book i can write a book mm-hmm. like i can find out any fact you possibly want. Like, I can enrich myself at any moment of every day mm-hmm. with this. Why are you so angry about it? And I loved how she was um, 
so quick to argue with a stranger. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was good. It was really She's like, good. you don't fucking know me. <laughs> but she was also a terrible person, but... Addie? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't love her. I mean, I, I think that's the character and that's fine, but I was just like, oh man, you're the worst. Yeah, really, really tough to be sympathetic about. Yeah. What was your favorite storyline? I really, I actually really liked, um, uh, the first, like, the first bit with, um, Stuart and Julie and that. I really, mm-hmm. like, I really liked it when, what I, my favorite part of that whole thing was when they were at her house and he was yes. bonding with her grandpa about, like, Mick Jagger and, like, I thought that yeah. whole thing was really, really delightful because what I really liked was there's this pop star that everyone, like, kind of knows who he is or whatever, but he's just very much... Like, not wanting the limelight. Oh, for sure. And he's just, like, a dude. Yes. Who's just, like, looking for some sort of friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, I just legit friendship. Really not, like, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I thought that was my favorite storyline. I just, I really enjoyed it. Me too. And that's what I thought was, like, probably the most cliche thing at the end was how he just, like, shows up. I was like, oh, Chris, I bet he's going to sing a song. But he didn't. No, was which like, is good. good. Good job. It would have been really funny if he had started to sing a song and turned out he was a really bad singer and he's just been like auto tuned <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> or just like Millie Vanilli. It's just up. like a T Pain recording, <laughs> even though T Pain's like an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. I really liked um, the whole. <sighs> What's her nuts? Um, Dory. Liv Houston, I love Liv Houston. I think she's a great actress. Um, at the Waffle Town, and how she's just like, "Fuck, I really like this girl." Shit, shit. And as soon as like the girl pretended she didn't exist, I was like, "Oh, I know what's going out. There's no way that this girl is out." Mm-hmm. And I thought they portrayed that pretty well. I didn't think they were necessarily. Um. I didn't think that there was anything, like, disrespectful to teens in this movie. I didn't think so either. Like, it felt pretty true to, like, how a teen would act in a situation where they were uncomfortable, Uh either running away or just shutting down. Yeah. And also, like, the manic need-everything-to-be-awesome, like, Keon, who just wants attention. Oh my fucking shit, when his parents showed up... (laughs) Like, five minutes after they left. hmm And they had that deer fucking a deer thing. hmm What was that? Was it, like, a statuette? I don't know, but it was really funny. It was amazing. I was like, where did you even get this? Did you make this? Like, there's so many unanswered questions. I know, but it was really Just good. about it, that. It cracks me up. Me too. I think the thing that annoyed... Well, no, I don't want to say annoyed me, but the thing that really bugged me was that... Like, with Julie, she had been, like, accepted into Columbia, but didn't want to... And I was just like, why does it have to be such a big stakes sort of thing? Like, you know? Like, why does it have to be Columbia that she was accepted into? Why couldn't it have just been, like, she didn't know if she wanted to go away to school because her mom's sick? You know what I mean? Like, because it makes I it- wonder... I wonder because it seems like her mom 
and her grandpa. Like, it seems like she's, like, a first-generation, mm-hmm. like, American. I wonder if that, like, the cachet of it being Colombia and, like, a... Uh, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, an elite school makes the stakes higher for them as a family? Maybe. Maybe. That's... That's fair. Like, their perception of it as that? Yeah, perhaps. But it just, I just thought, like, you know, that to me felt really super cliche. Was that it was, yeah, like, it was sure. like the Ivy League school rather than, you know, just like a school. Because this is a small town in fucking I don't even know where. I think it was Illinois. Oh, yeah, Illinois. So, like, why, you know, why couldn't it have been Northwestern? Yeah. You know? Or whatever. I just, I just felt, I felt that one was. Or just, like, college. Yeah. I got in, I have a scholarship, but they won't let me defer. Yeah, and mom's really yada, sick yada. and I don't know what to do. Yeah, and I haven't told anyone because it... I thought the conversation she had with her mom was really good. It was. It was really, really nice. What I, <laughs> what I did like about it is I watched this movie with Chris, and when he first saw the mom, he was like, oh, she doesn't look good. <laughs> He's like, she looks sick. Yep. I was like, I think they cast this really well. Because uh-huh. I thought so, too. She was gorgeous, though. I couldn't take my eyes off of them as, like, a mom-daughter pairing. They were beautiful people. I know. But um, I really loved that conversation between them because her mom was like, you can be mad. Be mad. I know you're mad. That's okay. Like, you're allowed to feel things and you're allowed to tell me that you feel things and it's not your, like, this isn't your responsibility to bottle these things up. Yeah. Which was really lovely. To not have, like, that, like, toxic behavior that they, that you usually see when kids feel, like, beholden to sacrifice themselves instead of doing what they want. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing, too, that I found, I was thinking about, like, the, I was thinking about, like, the cliche sort of aspect of things, too. Um, the party at the end. Yeah. Like... That, you asked earlier about, like, the cliche piece about, you know, if we didn't know that cliques existed, like, would they exist? Those parties are not real. No. Like, no. The, there's, I don't know, I don't know any kid, I don't know any kid who's been to, like, a party like that. Mm-mm. And it's not that they don't party. It's just not like that. They're more like around a table just drinking until they get silly yeah yeah and then they do something stupid and someone ends up sleeping in the bushes and yeah yeah but like dance party if there's a dance party it's like five people in a group of like 30 and they're all in different rooms people are talking there might be like some games playing but there's like five people dancing like think about that party and uh 10 things i hate about you where cat like is the the one that they go to and where cats like ends up dancing on the table or whatever and you know like those don't exist no those aren't real um no i thought the movie was really good i thought it was fun and what i liked about it is that it wasn't just like it was i mean uh, this is gonna sound odd coming from me concerning the things that i love to watch but it wasn't just like one storyline you had these like three stories and i was like i wonder how they're all gonna come together at the end and then clearly they did and it was fine but they existed Mm -hmm. very independently of each other until they got to that end point which i really liked yeah, and even at the end, like, Julie, she wasn't even going to go to the party. Yeah. Like, she was just observing it from afar. Mm-hmm. 
and yet they all kind of end up there together. I did like the putting the W back on the sign. That was very cute. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I thought that also, was did you know Billy, the, like, <laughs> whatever assistant manager? Did you know that's Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon's son? No. Yes. No. Wow. Yes. Miles Guthrie Tomlin Robbins. Can you believe it? Uh-huh. He was William, the son of Scully and Mulder. Okay. I did know that, but and I didn't know why I thought he was familiar, but now I understand. There we go. Yeah, he looked familiar to me, too. And I was like, who is this dude? And then I, like, fucking shit my pants. I couldn't believe that. He doesn't look like any of them. Nope. That's funny. Interesting, so, interesting. So what's the what's the one we're going to watch next? Mm, I don't know. I, oh, there's one. I got an email from Netflix saying that there was a new one coming out on, like, December 5th, which is just next week. Um, I don't know. What do you want to watch next? Well, there's still... We can't forget about the Rob Lowe one. The oh, Christmas I still in have, Africa. Can we, that's the one. I think that's, that's the, the one. one. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, what is it called? Uh, Love in the Wild? Christmas in the Wild? Christmas in the Wild. Pablo, Christmas movie, Holiday in the oh, Wild. Oh, Holiday in the Wild, okay. Okay, that's yeah, the next that's one. that's the one. And that's also on Netflix. Yeah. And then can we please watch the one with Mother of Dragons and Boy from, um... Is that a movie the theater one, though? No, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I don't know, I thought it was a movie theater one. Is it last Christmas? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix. Oh, I thought it was a movie theater one. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, shit. Because it's got, like, big-name actors in it. That's so... Why did I think it was going to Netflix? I don't know. It might be eventually, but... Oh, man. Oh, that blows. I do want to see that. Maybe I'll go, like, midweek or something. If I get time, I'll go. I'm not... Bank, I guess. I still have busy things happening. But I would like to see it, too. I feel like I kind of know what it's about already. Yeah, but I want to see Emma Thompson as a Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. That's what I'm going for. Fair enough. Come on. Fair enough. Okay, so Holiday in the Wild is next. Yeah, Holiday in the Wild is absolutely next. Perfect. Yeah, and then we should also, just for funsies, like, at some point, pick one of these really shitty Hallmark ones and just watch. Like, that could be, we'll watch it live. Oh, because there's, there's a few, like, super shitty ones on Netflix, too. Yes, but I think we should pick one of the Hallmark, because then we can, like, talk about it during the commercials as well, like, do the commentary, but also, like, like okay, here, we have our four uh, minutes. Okay. Like, so just, like, next weekend, just, like, sit down at, like, any time? Yeah, at any time <laughs> and find a movie on W, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, is it quiz time? Um, is it quiz time? Do we have a would quiz? You, would you like to find out if you belong in the good place or the bad place? Yes, I would love to know. Have you ever committed a serious crime? No. Have you ever had a vanity license plate? No. <laughs> you, you mean... <laughs> You mean the Jeep I saw that said Smiling Breasts wasn't yours? <laughs> well, it's gonna be now. 
Did you ever reheat fish in an office microwave? I would never. Ugh, people could do that. Oh my god. Have you ever paid money to see music performed by California funk rock band The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes. <laughs> Do you ever take Twice, your shoes? as a matter of fact. Oh my god. There's not like a super yes that I can choose. I love them so much. Did you ever take off your shoes and socks on a commercial airline? Never. I'd take off my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever appear on the American television show The Bachelor or its companion shows The Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> no, but I feel like my love for them should just make that a yes. Wait, it says, or post on any social media site that you were emotionally invested in any of the relationships. Uh, probably. Oh, man. <gasps> You're off to the good place. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good for you. Oh, that's good. I'm sure Just another there. way we're going to be separated for eternity. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it's true. That's funny. Um, Should we do Amanda's questions? Do we have questions? Well, we didn't use all of hers last oh, time. Oh, that remember? is correct. That is right. I got a text from her and she said, I listened and you didn't use any of my questions. That's <laughs> because you sent them in last. That's funny. That's really funny. Okay, I have a quiz for you first. Oh, okay. It is. Um, sorry, hang on. It is. Uh, these Disney questions were asked on Jeopardy. So do you oh. know the answers? I think it's good. So it's not multiple choice. It's what is. Uh, or who is? Yeah. So, uh, the category is Travel USA. Of the Haunted Mansion, the Jungle Cruise, or the Monorail, which one has been at Disneyland since opening day? Oh. I would guess the Jungle Cruise. Because I feel like the Haunted Mansion was an 80s thing, wasn't it? Uh, you are correct. Yes! Um... Oh, okay. Movie musicals. I'll Make a Man Out of You and The Hun's Attack are from this 1998 Disney musical. What is Mulan? Correct. Um. Oh. Belle from Beauty and the Beast was a role model for this actress growing up, and in 2017 she got to play her on film. Who is Emma Watson? These aren't nearly as hard as I was expecting them to be. These are the 200 level questions. Oh, that the first one was hard. One. This is an 800 one. Okay. As Alex Russo on the Disney Channel, this young singer was one of the Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, that's Selena Gomez. <laughs> the way that you say that, you're just like, I hate that I know this. Um, <laughs> well, I never watched it. It's just like in the ether. Yeah. The name of this Disney resort that opened in Hawaii in 2011 means Messenger of a Chief. Repeat the question, please, The name Alex? of this Disney resort that opened in Hawaii in 2011 means Messenger of a Chief. I have no idea. Me neither. Oh, hang on. I gotta type in an answer before. Just put in Moana. <laughs> That's what I did. I give up. What is Aulani? Okay. Um... Percy is Governor Ratcliffe's pampered pooch in this 1995 release. 
What is Pocahontas? <laughs> I think you just made the soundtrack a million times better. <laughs> <laughs> My um, name's Pocahontas and I love the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, this spring flower that belongs to the olive family shares a name with a Disney princess. Oh, God. This spring flower. Spring flower that belongs to the olive family shares a name with a Disney princess. Man, I'm stumped on this one, but I feel like I shouldn't be. It's not Belle, is it? I don't think so. I'm trying to think. Like, Belle, Aurora... Um, oh, Jasmine. Yes, is it Jasmine? It is Jasmine. Good job. I'm not counting that as correct, though, because okay. I guessed wrong the first time. Uh, this arm of Disney dreams up the theme parks and attractions and brings them to life. It's like a branch of the Disney. Oh, is that the Imagineers or whatever the fuck they're called? Let's find out. Yes! Shit, yeah, crushing this. Uh, in Spanish-speaking countries, this Disney film is known as La, Sire- La Sirenita. Cinderella? Uh, maybe. I have no idea. Little Mermaid. That makes oh, sense. Because she's a siren. Yeah, got it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's the island of sirens. <laughs> one of my favorite simpsons episodes it's a good one um okay yeah let's do amanda's questions oh we're done hang on hang on hang on (laughs) i did find another disney one because of disney plus do you want to know the title of this sure is it about baby yoda it is not everyone has a disney prince that is their true love plan a disney plus binge watch and we'll reveal which one it is okay let's do it all right what kind of pizza are you going to order Cheese, veggie, pepperoni, margarita, barbecue chicken, vegan, gross. Hawaiian, mushroom and sausage, or meat lovers? Cheese. What are you drinking during your binge watch? Red wine, rosé, white wine, a mocktail, beer, a cocktail, spiked seltzer, soda, or water? I'd say mocktail. Okay. Which underrated Disney movie are you watching first? Ooh. Ooh, these are all so good. Uh, Meet the Robinsons, The Black Cauldron... The Fox and the Hound, Oliver and Company, Emperor's New Groove, James and the Giant Peach, The Great Mouse Detective, uh, Robin Hood, or a Goofy Movie? Emperor's New Groove, a thousand percent. Okay. Which Disney live action, 90s Disney live action movie are you going to stream first? Uh, Hunter One Dalmatians, The Parent Trap, Tom and Huck, Hocus Pocus, The Mighty Ducks, uh, Newsies, Inspector Gadget, Flubber, or Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey? It's not going to be fucking Newsies, let me tell you what. <laughs> um, it's I'm, probably going to be Hocus Pocus. Uh, mine would be the Mighty Ducks for sure. Uh, which classic cartoon series are you going to binge watch? Kim Possible, X-Men, Gummy Bears, Recess, DuckTales, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Little Mermaid, or Gargoyles? Tailspin. Love Tailspin. Which Marvel or Star Wars movie are you going to watch first? Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Captain America Civil War, uh, Avengers Endgame, Rogue One, Star Wars A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, or The Force Awakens? 
Captain Marvel, because I already did. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, which yeah. non-Disney movie are you going to watch first? Oh, these are all so great. Oh, no, they're not. That's a lie. Dr. Doolittle, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Sound of Music, Thumbelina, Avatar, <laughs> The Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, or Never Been Kissed. The only memory I have of Thumbelina is, like, the geese singing, like, Thumbelina! And it just, like, <laughs> is the worst. Um, what was before Thumbelina? Sound of Music, Home Alone yeah, 2. Yeah, that one. Oh, Sound of Music. Your Disney prince is Prince Charming, according to this. Oh, ho, ho. Did you see that? I don't know if I sent it to you, but there's a meme right now of Prince Charming finding instead of the glass slipper on the stairs her blonde hair as a wig and he just like puts it on he's like ooh <laughs> <laughs> um, okay yeah, let's I'm do, do for I'm gonna you. do this quick for me okay yeah um I'm going to get what kind of pizza am I going to get Hawaiian pizza that was a dumb question I will I'll, I'll just drink water what underrated movie am I watching first? The Great Mouse Detective. I fucking love that one, too. Gonna watch The Mighty Ducks. Um, gonna watch Kim Possible. I used to babysit, and the kids I babysat, they loved Kim Possible so much. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and I used to watch. It was great. It was a great show. Um, I'm gonna... Ooh, I don't know. I'm gonna watch those ones. I don't want to watch Endgame. It'll just make me cry. Yeah, I'm not doing that to myself for, like, a decade. If it was Winter Soldier, I would do the Captain America. But it's not. I'm gonna say Force Awakens. Uh, and non-Disney movie, The Fucking Sandlot. And my Disney prince is Li Shang. Ooh! There you go. That's a good one. Like, <laughs> Prince Charming? There's nothing good about Prince no. Charming. I need to send you this quiz because the gift... I just, I don't know, the gif that Li Shang's, like, taking off his, um, his, like, cloak <laughs> and looking, almost looking, like, directly at you, it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh. It's pretty good. Anyway. Um, okay. Amanda's questions, let's do it. Do you have them? Uh, I have the list somewhere. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. No, it's all good. I don't remember... Oops, it's in all our note. Yeah. Yeah. What did we do? Try, where did we get to? I think look at like the last ten. Ten or so. Uh, oops, oh yeah, we got the we did the favorite comfort food. Yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And then we didn't do the would you rather live in the mountains one, did we? No. no. Okay. No, so, I don't think so. First question. Uh, would you rather live in the mountains and never be cold or live on a tropical island and never be hot or live in like the Irish, Scottish, or New Zealand countryside and never be damp? That one. That one for sure. Yeah. I'd go to Ireland. You'd go to New Zealand. We'd never see each other again. <laughs> <laughs> and the time zones would be hell on earth, Megan. Yeah. It's true. We'd figure it out somehow. Um, yeah, for sure. That was an easy one. Uh, FMK, college football, the NFL, or the CFL. So, see, here's the problem. The NCAA, the NCAA just sucks. Like, just in all of the ways. But college football is so fucking exciting. I think you have to fuck college football. Really? I think so. 
Okay. That's unexpected for me. Um, well, I just, but it's like, it's just good because they've got like good rivalry games and, you know, lots of good stuff happening. Um, much more so. So I'm going to guess who you're going to kill then. You're going to kill CFL. No, I'm going to kill the NFL because the NFL is also fucking terrible. I love, <laughs> like, I love watching my teams and I like the football itself, but like everything the league stands for makes me want to murder people. Okay, fair, so, fair, fair. And then also if I kill the NFL, then maybe I'll kill Roger Goodell. So here we are. Allegedly. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, me. really gotta cover your ass yeah. on this <laughs> fledging podcast. Hey, you never know. You never know. Um, maybe some of those listens from New Jersey aren't Amanda and are like people, you know, who have money. Who the hell knows? Uh, and then hey, I'd marry the hey, CFL. Hey, send us money. <laughs> Yeah, we have a PayPal. Um, uh, and then, yeah, I'd marry the CFL, because there's something kind of, like, quaint and fun about it. And really, at the end of the day, it never really actually lets me down. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's hilarious. Another one. Uh, FMK, Taylor Hall re-signing with the Devils. Taylor Hall re-signing with the Oilers. Or Taylor Hall signing with the Islanders because he misses Jordan Everly. <laughs> I want to marry that idea, because I love it. Yeah, me too. And then we'd get we'd get pictures of Taylor Hall all the time from Lauren, so it'd be great. It would be great. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him re-signing with the Oilers. Because I just, if I went through all of that... Yeah, there's no way. For the, him to end back, I've told people before that I'm going to burn Roger's place to the ground. Well, it's like going back to an abusive lover. But like, o- what are you doing? The only difference, though, is that, like, the people that wanted him out are gone like at the at the organizational level right like that's the thing the people that like weren't fans of him they've all they've since moved on except not for all the fucking fans no i know and that's the that's the issue um yeah i would like him to resign in new jersey because then i would keep watching them but like uh, we'll see what happens there's something about the devils where it's just like oh it's so endearing. It's just like, you go out there and you try to play hockey. And you try to play hockey. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Um, uh, F- FMK Rookie Edition. No, I'm going to leave the cheese one until the end because I like it. Okay, 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 gotcha. Um, FMK Rookie Edition. Jack Hughes, Kale McCarr, Ethan Bear, Amanda. No. This is uncomfortable. They're tiny boys. They're the next one, however. Not okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay, let's do this one. (laughs) I need to look up... Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I already know what the answer is without even knowing what the first one looks like. Oh, for sure. You're gonna... This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna marry Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. You're gonna fuck Miles Wood, and you're gonna kill Jake Muzzin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) I wish you just said the numbers, and then we would have just put in the names afterwards. Like, number one is Jake Muzzin. (laughs) <laughs> True. Uh, and Amanda, I have questions about Jake Muzzin being included on this list. Me too. I'm Please not get at me. Sure. Is it because he has a beard? Is that the only reason? Because that can't be the only reason. Who does he play for? The Kings. <sighs> well, there's a lot of pictures here where there's Leafs jerseys, Jake Kings Muzzin. jerseys, and well, he's currently playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, Amanda, I'll play your game. But first, I'm going to look at the Leafs' current roster and pick a better player. Um, 
called it out next oh, time. That was so funny. Okay, Amanda, I'll play your sick game. <laughs> I'll play your gross game here. Um, no, I'm not playing that game. I don't like any of these <laughs> options. <laughs> like, zero of them. Oh, boy. I gotta check it out, too. What's happening here? <laughs> There's just... No. What's happening in just, Toronto? Just not feeling John it. John Tavares is a cute person. Just not feeling it. You're not feeling Tavares? No. You don't like Nylander because he's got that just gigantic lower face. <laughs> yes, and those tiny little glasses. And I'm just like, I don't know what's wrong with you, dude, but you need to stop. Well, he's trying to compensate for how giant his lower face is. But he needs to realize he needs square glasses. Yeah. Just looking at him and... <laughs> John Tavares next to each other is just a really mind-boggling dissection of the diversity <laughs> of human faces. I'm also just for fun he's going to look at the LA Kings roster. <laughs> and just like decide that the answer is no. Like I don't even know what to do with oh, any boy. of this. Oh boy, yeah, this is just rough stuff from the start here. Amanda, you're the worst. <laughs> this is awful. Because now I'm just like... Like, why can you put Sidney Crosby on that list? I mean, we know what the answer would have been, but at least it wouldn't have been so, like, mm, no. <laughs> so lopsided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unless, oh, boy. Unless there's uh, some sort of rumor about uh, out there about Jake Muzzin's sexual prowess. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> it, <laughs> the point still stands. <laughs> We're fucking Miles Wood and we're marrying Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Done deal. Yep. That's, regardless, it doesn't matter. You could you could keep those two the same and put, I would say, probably 90% of other players in the league in that Jake Muzzin spot and the answer would not change. No, that's true. Um, it's almost, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, best Hallmark Christmas movies, so many. Um, I'm I watched- leaving this up to you. I watched one last night called Christmas at the Plaza, which was filmed at the Fort Gary Hotel in Winnipeg, which I thought was delightful. Um, <laughs> a classic rural, yeah. rural Canadian standing in for, I'm assuming, the Plaza in New York? Yes. Have you ever been to the Fort Gary, though? <laughs> no. It's pretty spectacular. Like, it's a really, really nice hotel. It's like, it's like I think I think the lobby of it is nicer, very far nicer than, like, the Hotel McDonald or places like that. Um, oh, it looks like uh, the one in Victoria. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like it's it's the nicest hotel. Um, oh, beautiful! In Winnipeg. Oh, wow! But anyway, so and their their lobby foyer entrance is actually quite gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I this movie. Photos. I watched it last night. Uh, it was about this woman who had like an actual like real career. She wasn't just like an event planner. Which like no offense, but generally speaking, the women in these movies like <laughs> those are their jobs. This woman had like. She was an academic, and she had done. She was working on like this research project. Um, I think it, I think I'd have to I'd have to go back and check, but I think as part of like her PhD research, mm-hmm. uh, archiving like the social importance of holidays, and so she oh. had this like placement at the plaza, and she figured out sort of the story that she was trying to tell, and it was about the the tree topper ornaments, because um, every year there had been a different one. And so she was That's amazing. It was actually really interesting. Like that piece of it I thought was cool. And so she ended up um she was with this dude from the university as well who was like a chemistry 
professor or something. I don't know. He sucked. He was awful. Um, he took her out for a really nice dinner and was like, I have an important question for you. Uh, would you like to do a research project with me, essentially? And she was like, oh, I thought you were going to propose. And that was the end of that relationship. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but she ended up, like, she ends up obviously falling in love with the guy who's in charge of, like, decorating the plaza for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, because he helps her, ends up helping her with this project and is actually interested in it, unlike the boyfriend that she was with. You know, all that kind of shit. Um, of I actually quite enjoyed it, but I liked I liked her placement as, like, an academic and a scholar and not, you know, as, not someone yeah. whose, like, job was to plan a Christmas party. Because oftentimes that's what happens. Or, like, and there was no Christmas festival in this case. <laughs> it was just, like, it was just a thing. Or, like, um, a woman who invented a made-up pastry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I just watched that yesterday and I thought it was quite entertaining. And then there's one that I watched, um, a couple weeks ago. I don't remember what it's called, but it had, um, what's his face from John Tucker Must Die. Um, Jesse oh, Metcalf yes, 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 yes. And yes, he yes. was this, like, he was like an investment banker who, uh, lost his job and ended up working at a Christmas tree lot. And he got this job at this Christmas tree lot because, um... Uh, the guy that ran it just sort of recognized in him that he needed needed some help or whatever. Um, and then he ends up meeting this woman and her kid, and she, he ends up falling in love with this woman. And it turns out that she's trying to get her dad's medical bills looked after, and the invest the investment firm that like holds the debt is the firm that he was fired from. And the client, and like the medical the insurance company was one of his clients, and so there's like this actual conflict. Not just like a, oh, not just like oh, you something made up, yeah. And so I thought that one was good. They're getting better. There was one to Chad Michael Murray a couple weeks ago, which was also super entertaining. Chad Michael Murray. Oh was, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was good. I enjoyed that. I was like, who? There's so many friggin' three name men out there. I know. Um, question fifty-seven: Is Kelsey gonna survive the winter walking pole? <sighs> God, it's been rough stuff these la- this last week, man. Oh my god. Yeah. The amount of freaking freezing temperatures I've had to endure so this guy doesn't just go fucking insane. But I went out and bought some good boots. And that has made all the difference. So I think perhaps I may. What kind also of this winter um I got London fog boots. Nice. Yeah, they were still 150 bucks, but they were, like, what I was looking for, and they're, like, cleared to, like, they're waterproof, and then they're also good to, like, minus 25 or something like that. Oh, awesome. Which is quite good. But this winter, um, I have the option of putting my dog into doggy daycare on extra cold days, so that is a godsend. That is nice. That is super nice. It's too bad, too, that you don't have, like, a big backyard. Because then you could just, like, yeah. go play in the backyard. Yeah. And, and just, would... like, chuck a ball. Yeah. And that would be but a lot But my easier. backyard is 20 square feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not big enough. Um, in your first 100 episodes, who was your favorite guest? Did we answer this one already? I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, so we're not going to have that one again. Um, with the Wexit movement... Which province or entirely separate country would you move to? Uh, it's 
It's funny because me and my husband have actually had conversations because there's been, especially yesterday, some changes to healthcare that are frustrating for him. Uh-huh. Um, I can't believe they're getting rid of 750 nurses over three years. I cannot fucking believe it. Mm-hmm. They were supposed it's... to create jobs, though. <sighs> People are so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, why did they think that this wasn't going to happen with conservatives? Mm-hmm. Makes me so angry. Um, mm-hmm. But my husband's pretty angry, too. So we've had conversations about this already. About um, British Columbia or New Zealand. Yeah, so I... that's where we're at. See, my, my, I would just move to Saskatchewan, fuck it, because at Megan. least, I know, but at least their premier isn't like, hey, you know what's a good idea? Separating. So. Yeah, but there, there's people in Saskatchewan that are into Wexit. I know, Wexit but Wexit is Alberta and Saskatchewan and maybe not Manitoba. It, it's never gonna happen. I know, but I don't like the rhetoric. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> never gonna happen because these people are, who are suggesting it are really fucking stupid. Um, and could probably benefit from like, I don't know reading a book once in a while yeah. um, instead of just Facebook news mm-hmm. but anyway we can talk about that in just a second our last question though is a cheese based question uh, seriously FMK. this one is so difficult cheddar I'm... cheese, mozzarella, or feta this is an impossible question it's not impossible The funny thing is, is that these three cheeses aren't even, like, great cheese. (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? It's not like you would never, you wouldn't consider cheddar cheese to be a good cheese. A great cheese. But they're necessary cheeses for North America cuisine. Mm Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm thinking. You fuck feta. Okay. You marry cheddar because it's good with, like, everything. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but you have to kill cheese, kill mozzarella. Because well, here's the thing though: the things that you use mozzarella for, there are real good replacements. Yeah, like cheddar. <laughs> I wouldn't make like I wouldn't make a grilled cheese sandwich with mozzarella cheese. Okay. But I would put like cheddar cheese on a pizza. On a pizza. In a lasagna. Absolutely. Or just replace. The matzo with ricotta, like you should. And the people yes. who put cottage cheese in lasagna, I'm watching you, you fucking plebes. What are you doing? It's ricotta or nothing. Come on. Um, but yeah, so I think I think of the three, I think mozzarella is the one that can go. Yep. Like, feta is so good, though. Kate, okay, what's going on with the world? Because I just tried to open my phone again, and my stupid news thing came up, and it says, movie theater evacuated after urine samples delivered. What is going on? What? What? What the fuck? At fr- a Friday night at the movies ended abruptly when urine samples labeled highly contagious human substance arrived at the North Bend Theater in Washington. What? I... Oh, we will boy. be... All is well, there's no danger. We will be open as usual to show Frozen 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, actually kind of funny. Well, okay then. Um, 
that's that's the world we're living in now. That is the world we're living in. I don't know what to say to that. I don't think there's... There's nothing. There's nothing. Um, I was thinking about something that I was going to mention, and I forgot. So we're watching Holiday in the Wild. We're going to watch Holiday in the Wild. If you want to watch along so you can know what we're talking about, that would be super fun. Uh, and then I think we're going to pick a Hallmark movie. Yes. And just watch it live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are we going? Sorry, say your thing, and then I remember what I was gonna say. Are we gonna have to like announce it ahead of time? The Hallmark one? Well, no, that'll we'll... I guess be in two weeks, right? Yeah, but we'll also record it, and then we'll say what it is. Okay. In our description and on our Twitter, and maybe on our website. <laughs> no, it'll be a secret. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to figure it out from our description. We won't say the title. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Here's the thing I wanted to talk about. It just clicked with me again. Um, have you been paying any attention to uh, the education minister and that, like, test business? No. Okay, so I'm going to read this to you. Okay. Adriana LaGrange, who is our education minister here in Alberta, for those of you who don't know, uh, was also part of a group that used to, like, bus students to pro-life rallies. So, you know, in case you're wondering what we're working with. She tweets this thing the other day, uh, Thursday says, it is concerning that anyone would think that these were appropriate questions for a grade 10 social studies test. Alberta has a great story to tell about our responsible energy sector and educators should not be attacking it. We'll get politics out of the classroom. So this is her tweet. And there's, just, just wait, gets better. So here's the question, or there's two questions that I'm going to, um, that, uh, that are on this tweet here. Which of the following is one of the valid arguments against oil sands development? Uh, which is a fair question. And it's just saying one of the valid arguments, right? So yeah. four options are A, oil sands development means destruction of tracts of forest. B, oil sands development means lack of investment opportunities. C, oil sands development decreases the creation of jobs. Or D, oil sands development means more spending on local businesses. So which is a valid argument against? Obviously it's A. A, yeah. Right? The other things are all are aren't even all true. No. Um only and they're not arguments anyone's ever used against oil sands development. No, so it's just saying one of the valid arguments against. So uh, are you telling me that our education minister doesn't understand the concepts of grade 10 social studies in the study of perspectives? Yes. Because <laughs> the other question that is highlighted in this tweet that she put out is, here's the source, the quote. The proposed oil sands development will tear a hole in Canada's lungs, our vital boreal ecosystem. It is essential that an integrated land management plan be in place that recognizes and protects the integrity of this critical ecosystem. And then the question is, the author of the above quote probably thinks, A, oil sands development has its problems but is overall a benefit to Alberta. B, oil sands development should be speeded up. C, oil sands development should have more restrictions on it. Or D, oil sands development is the best thing that ever happened to northern Alberta. This is such a softball question. It's obviously C. It's obviously C, but that's also not a bias. Like, that's not an no, ideological No, it says they anything. probably think. The person who said the thing probably thinks it. Not even the yes. person who made the test. Anyway, so there's so this So, how whole... are you getting a copy of a test? That's my question! Who's giving out tests and letting their kids take them home? 
so here's the thing. So Danielle Smith, she wrote a, a column about it saying that she had like been given this copy of a test from somebody or whatever. And I, I don't know. I don't particularly care. Oh, it says the minister's office says a question came from a test provided to a Calgary area MLA from a parent. Yeah. So, well, whatever. Danielle Smith in her column said that she also received a copy. But how did okay. the parent get the copy of the exam? And mm-hmm. the reason that I ask this question is because multiple choice exams are fucking hard to put together. Absolutely. And, like, I can understand, like, I give back quizzes and stuff all the time. Even if it's a multiple choice quiz and I've, like, put together some stuff. I'm not, I'm looking for, like, factory call. I'm not looking for, like, source interpretations and that kind of stuff. I don't particularly care if my quiz about the French Revolution gets out. Because it's literally facts about the French Revolution. But it's so frustrating because that's like that's the whole point of the fucking grade 10 curriculum is to make you look at perspectives and understand how those perspectives from a globalized point of view affect you yeah and that's clearly about economic globalization and perhaps like oh my god i know so so the politics that they're going to take out of the classroom see this is the this is the issue is that they're the politics they're taking out of the classroom are politics that don't agree with them yeah, and there's not politics in those questions. There's zero politics in those questions. You're putting them on politics. I also think that if those questions had were like pro-oil sands, and the correct answers were pro-oil sands, we wouldn't be having this conversation. No. And if the NDP was in charge, and those questions were out, and they were pro-oil sands, we'd still not be having those questions. Because nobody would have been like, oh, look at what our kids are learning, what how good the oil sands are. But also, her tweet, it's concerning that anyone would think these are appropriate questions. They absolutely are appropriate questions. That's the curriculum. Do you want to know what the best part of this is? I'm like 98% sure that just based on the format of them, that these questions came from a, like a Learn Alberta exam bank. I was going to say. The... I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say that the wording is like, that's yeah. not somebody who made them up. No. Especially the use of that source. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure this comes from an, uh, an exam bank. Yeah. Well, I would do that all the time. Of Even course. Even if it was a practice test. Of course. Like, but also, like, and so I put a thing on on Twitter, and someone's like, oh, if my kids write a test, I can get a copy of it if I want. And I was like, mm, no. No, you can't. You can come and see it. You're welcome to have a look at it. Mm-hmm. But our unit exams at my school are secure. Like, we have yeah. spent... So we, there's been four of us working for the last year, basically, on revamping our multiple choice exams. And it's taken us a year to go through eight unit exams. Yep. And make them better. Because, and this is just going to keep happening, Megan. This is yeah. going to keep happening for the next four or five years, and yeah. it's extremely upsetting. Yeah. My dad and I were talking last night about how this government is doing all these dumb, shitty things right now, and then probably in about 18 months' time... They'll back off because that'll be their like halfway point of their mandate, and then they'll start doing things that will remind people that they're worth electing again. I don't know. There's a lot of people who are gonna remember, and it's really stupid to like, especially like the healthcare stuff. Attacks, um, not attacks. That's inflammatory language, but they're changing a whole bunch of billing codes uh-huh. for doctors who don't actually make the most it's like gps if you want to cut a lot of money do you know how much a surgeon charges to do like a hip replacement no it's like eight thousand dollars okay 
Do you know how much Chris, like, gets for a regular visit fee? Hmm. 27. Hmm. Do you know how much they're, like, cutting off of the time he can charge in addition to that? $30. Like, it's, it's absurd. That's crazy. It's so stupid what they're doing. Like, they're not taking from people who make the most. And it's just classic conservatism and I fucking hate it. I, um, well, and for us too, like, you know, we were talking the other day at work and ultimately like the wage or the, the funding concerns in education and they want people to take a wage rollback. Well, sure. I honestly don't care about the wage rollback. I'm not going to lie to you. We can make good money. I'm fine. Um, but then instead of cutting the wages and then whatever, let's put that money back into education. Like if you want us to take a 2% wage rollback, sure. Most people would agree to it if that funding was, like, guaranteed to go back into education. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's just to not yeah. spend it at all. Yeah. I said it before and said it again. Government shouldn't operate on a profit. Mm-hmm. That's not the point of them. Yep. Yep. <sighs> well. Here we um, are. Yep. This province is a hellscape. Eat at mm-hmm. Arby's. <laughs> Oh man, I forgot about. I haven't been on Twitter in so long. Eat at Arby's was so fucking good. It's still one of my favorites. Ah, still love one it. of my favorites. Okay, so we're gonna record. We'll do the holiday in the wild discussion for next week at some point, and then we'll watch like a we'll do like a live watch of a Hallmark Christmas movie the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, last question I have for you: Did you do? Did you do any like Black Friday? Take advantage of any Black Friday deals? Absolutely not. I did. I bought some smart wool socks because they were 25% off. Shit, dude. Good call. At Mac, and I was like, yep, let's do it. Trying not not to participate in capitalism this year, just like on a, just on a, like, complete level. I do have to go buy groceries today, which is (laughs) the only reason I want to go outside. I don't have to buy groceries today. Because we have a swim meet on Wednesday, and so I have enough food to get me through, like, Monday, Tuesday. And then I'll just, like, have snacks on Wednesday, and then I'll go grocery shopping on Wednesday night. Perfect. Oh, you know what we need to talk about next week? Hmm. Bill Peters. Oh, absolutely. Okay. That'll be, well, that'll be on the, on the docket. That'll be on the list. Um, so that's all we have for this week. Thanks Uh, for... Welcoming season two into your hearts. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Um. So we are. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some plans, and we've. I've got more time now too, so that should sort of help with a schedule of sorts. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is good. Um. So yeah, you can uh, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can find me on the internet at Mig14 on Twitter, and on Instagram if you want. I don't know why you'd want to, but. You could. Lots of star pictures on there. There's lots of star pictures and lots of pictures of me relaxing in my house, showing off my socks. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. I was going to say, that's not all, but then I was like, wait a minute. And also the blankets that I have, of which there are many. Yes. Need a shot of all those candles, Megan. Need an inventory. I'd rather not. It's embarrassing. We have a website that I'm going to update for the <laughs> for the previous 10 episodes <laughs> that I'm behind on. But if you want to just, like, scroll through there for all our great 
episode titles, you know? Yeah, and see if you can remember what those episodes are about. My favorite one is episode 79, the one with the odd jobs, and it's a picture of the worm from Richard Scarry in his apple car saying, fuck the police. (laughs) That's a great one. I do remember the odd jobs discussion. Oh, God, I have no fucking clue. I don't even know what we talked about today. Good luck coming up with the title. Uh, Oh, Merciless Compassion. Got it. Don't worry. Got it. Um... Yeah, so we have a website. We have an email address. You can send us things uh, if you want. Just, like, say, hey, that's cool. You could send us something on our Twitter. I'll check it before Kelsey will, but I get it. It's all good. <laughs> we have an Instagram. Uh, oh, yes. Garbage Fire Pod. There's some stuff on there. I'll yeah. try to find a picture of some merciless, compassionate breasts to put on for today, so enjoy that. Yeah, that'll be good. Or smiling breasts. Oh, smiling breasts. Yes, thank you. Googling now. Right. Oh, God. Is that a good idea? <laughs> uh, put it in incognito mode. Otherwise, who knows what's going to happen. Well, I didn't. Oh, well. All right. Okay. Uh, that's all we have for this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. Oh, yeah, I got to press stop. I always forget to press stop. <laughs> <laughs>